Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be the spoiler review for Fresh. Now Fresh is a new movie coming on to Disney Plus here in the UK next week. Well, if you are listening to this after the 18th of March, it will be available now on Disney Plus, Hulu in the States and worldwide. Now, I'm going to do a spoiler review for this film because the entire plot is so tricky to talk about in a non-spoiler fashion. I just have to talk about it in more detail because what's the f***? Okay, the main twist in this film starts off really sweet. Well, okay, it doesn't start off that sweet, I can admit that, because you see a date that Daisy Edgar Jones' character Noah is on with an absolute d***. Who is so misogynistic and self centered, obnoxious, he's horrible. Okay, he is the embodiment of men. And this is a metaphor for men as a whole, and I can absolutely get behind that. I'm recording this on International Women's Day as well, which is pretty funny, but yeah, and they are the worst. And when it comes to dates like this, even more so. And we get to see this from Noah's point of view because she is the victim in this scenario, even though it's not a bad situation at the moment. At the moment, okay, emphasis on at the moment. Because then, after this date, she's in a grocery store a couple of days later, a couple of weeks, whenever, and she bumps into Sebastian Stan, who seems really charming, seems really sweet. He asks for her number, which, yeah, it's a little bit odd that they just meet in a grocery store in the fresh produce section, and all of a sudden he wants to get her number and text her later, whatever. Waits a couple of days, so, you know, not to seem too eager, and then eventually he sends a message asking to go for a drink. They go for a drink, you know, we see a couple of dates, and it seems really seems really sweet, okay? Seems lovely, and he wants to be, you know, kind of cautious and wait a bit before anything else develops. He seems to be a gentleman of sorts, and I like that, okay? I like what he was going for. Sebastian Stan is an incredible actor anyway. He's been on such a great streak recently with Falcon and the Winter Soldier last year, Monday last year as well, now Pam and Tommy just in the last few weeks, and now this, okay? So I think this is one of his best roles, because... He starts off so sweet, then he... (laughs) How to talk about it? What actually is he? Because he, well, in a nutshell, he's a cannibal, as well as being a um, kidnapper of women, a chopper-upper of women, a, a doctor of sorts that literally cuts up women, cooks them, and sells them to people. Oh no, okay, look, it's terrible, it's horrible, he is an absolute monster. Yes, he is a cannibal because he does eat the women um, himself, and he then feeds them to Noah as well at one point. This film is completely and I love it because it started off as this rom-com that, you know, you think you know what's going to happen, you know, obviously, obviously he's harbouring a secret, but... The secret is that he is a kidnapper and he cuts women up and sells them to people who pay a lot of money for this sort of thing. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm like, okay, I knew there was a twist like this because the poster itself is of a hand. So obviously there's some form of cutting people up and, you know, eating them essentially. That's the fresh part. So keeping the bodies fresh, cooking them, selling them. That's what I knew, and I knew that Sebastian Stan had something to do with this. However, I didn't know that he was actually kidnapping women, keeping them hostage in his basement, and then chopping them up limb by limb. Okay, I did not know that. I honestly thought that because the way it started with her on a date with a really obnoxious, misogynistic guy, I thought that he would then make her go on dates with other guys, and then he would kidnap the guys, drug them, and then chop them up to eat 
I did not know that he was actually taking the women himself hostage and then using those as victims okay so that was a crazy twist and a very exciting one because this film is wild and this film does not pull any punches 18 rate for good reason it's not the most violent of films because i mean yes you do see just body parts and you see him cooking these limbs and it's horrible but it doesn't feel real i I don't know i'm gonna tread a really fine line here because i'm not okay with this okay I, I was kind of feeling a little bit sick during it because it is horrible but it's not the kind of thing like Tarantino violence where it just shows him chopping up people and you know blood splatting everywhere I can't remember any major blood splatting scenes to be fair so it does it in a weird way but it's like you know Kingsman the Golden Circle the second one in that franchise when Poppy the main villain she actually does put somebody through a meat grinder then makes a burger out of him now a similar thing happens in this he cooks up a dish for Noah to eat and I think it was what was it was it liver or was it there was one dish that he cooked up breast as well so she made a joke he saved the breast till last which was kind of funny and you know it, it was weirdly humorous at times but in a in an unsafe environment kind of way like you didn't want to laugh you didn't want to have fun with this film but at the same time it was done in such a manner that was kind of weirdly very entertaining so I think the shots, the way it's been directed, are fantastic. You know, it looks amazing. It's one of the best looking films I've seen recently. And the editing to tie this all together feels fantastic too. There's a few shots, the way they transition. Like when, uh, what's her name? Molly? I think her name's Molly, but she goes looking for Noah. She's her best friend. She then goes to the house of Steve, Sebastian Stan's character. And he then takes her hostage, which is crazy. So that turns itself on its head as well. But once she's there, when she gets assaulted by Sebastian Stan and his wife as well, who I'm pretty sure, okay, I'm 100% sure she was a former victim because I knew this was going to happen. I knew full well there was something going on. His wife gets into the shower one time and you see her undress herself but it cuts away as soon as she takes down her trousers and I'm thinking what if she's missing a leg and she is so she's had one of her legs amputated which must of course mean she was a victim once which is crazy oh god no this will be so f- this will be so whack but she then knocks Molly out and as she falls down the camera then just swerves down with her and then it swerves back up to show one of the bartenders from before that character he then sorts a drink out but the fluid movement of the camera here with the editing transition I look so good. I had to rewatch it a couple of times because it looks amazing. So yeah, I love the editing. It's paced pretty damn well. It does start to slow down a little bit in the third act. And I feel like the ending could have been a little bit more smooth because it does just end up with Sebastian Stan being overthrown and the women rising up to kick his ass and to hurt him. Then they eventually kill him, which is great because it's sort of like a uh, a split scenario. So Kevin Wendell Crumb, you know, the beast in Split is harboring these women down in his basement who eventually escape and overthrow him and you know girl power woo empowering women hell yes i'm all for that because this guy was absolutely right to be killed and he does get his justice you know very much so but after that it kind of just ends which i can understand why because you know the story's over so it doesn't need to carry on and Fair enough, because so many other films would carry on going, and then it would feel like it just dragged out too long. But this film doesn't play around, it doesn't exceed its welcome, and it doesn't really set it up for anything else. It's just a nice, cohesive, rounded-up story 
that ends kind of perfectly. However, it feels like there could have been something a little bit more special, perhaps, because the rest of the film is so unique and so crazy. It's really special. It just sort of loses its kind of speciality towards the end, in my opinion. But I had a great time with it. I wasn't bored. I wasn't not entertained. I was very, very enthralled by it, but also freaked out and confused as to how I should be feeling because it's not something you want to like because, you know, he's a terrible human being and chopping these women up, it's terrible. It's so bad, but it's done in a way that is so... <sighs> so weirdly enjoyable because the music is great and the sequences that happen when Sebastian Stan is kind of dancing around the kitchen preparing a leg preparing a thigh you see the bone and everything but it's like he's preparing a meal and it's done in such a funny way he's having fun with it and you, do, you don't want to like his character in this film you do not and I, I'm not saying I like him but the way that Sebastian Stan is playing him it's hard not to like it's hard not to feel that charisma oozing out of it because Sebastian Stan is a great actor and his character is great. It's so well written, but it's not a kind of film that you want to like the character at all because of what he does, obviously. But the sequences where he's preparing the meals and when he just goes in to talk to Noah at times, it's so hard not to like him. Um, when he's operating on her at one point, he takes out her ass. He, oh God, he literally operates on her ass and he takes it out and, oh God, what, what? This film is messed up, but when he's doing it, there's a shot of her face and a close-up of her eye and you can see it in the reflection, you can see Sebastian Stan and he's just smiling and it's so weird. He's telling her what he's going to do, but he's saying it in such a way that is so mundane, like it's normal, but it's not normal. This film is far from normal. These events are but it's done in a way that is like a typical average rom-com, but this time there's a massive, massive twist. Like, yes, there's always going to be a twist in a rom-com, whether it's Crazy Stupid Love with the father dynamic, with Ryan Gosling helping Steve Carell out, but then not realising that the woman he's also pursuing is the daughter of Steve Carell, or whether it's any other rom-com where the guy turns out to have a family, or the guy you know, rejects her at one point, but then ends up getting back with them at the end. But with this, how do you go about a twist that involves legitimate cannibalism and operating on these women, keeping them hostage, doing these crazy f things to them? How do they do it so well? Like, it is so, it's fresh. Okay, the perfect title for this movie because it's a fresh look on the rom-com genre, it's a fresh feeling film as well. But it's also fresh because of the obvious, keeping the bodies fresh, keeping the body parts fresh, I should say, and then selling them to people who pay a lot of money for it, and then eating it, and oh god, <laughs> oh no, it's so bad, it is so, so, so bad, but it's very, very fun, and it's very enjoyable in a very weird, strange way, but it... <laughs> The thing is, I was kind of hoping it was what I thought it was going to be because I would love to have seen, you know, more death to men. But ultimately, it is hating on men and the man gets his comeuppance at the end, which is fantastic because he absolutely needed to. Sebastian Stan, he's crazy for taking these sorts of roles because he does seem to be going much more down the crazy psychopath route. 
but he plays them so well, and it gets me thinking, could he play a Joker sort of character? Because he's basically done that between this and Pam and Tommy with Tommy Lee and that sort of crazy lifestyle as well. Sebastian Stan is turning into one of the most charismatic and unique actors and performers out there. And yes, while you can see him playing just himself at times with the opening half an hour, because it takes half an hour, it takes 33 minutes before the opening credits turn up in this film, which is crazy. That's such a long time to wait. But... I can totally see why they've done that, because if it happened earlier on, it would have kind of, you know, given the game away. But by investing over half an hour into this opening to develop the romance and to develop the the world that it's set in with, you know, a typical but heightened reality of men are trash on dating apps. And I loved what she was saying at times with how she's learned to cope with just being by herself. She doesn't need anybody else to bring her happiness. I loved that, that she was saying so many great things. And I could relate to that because dating sucks. And this film does a great job to show why, even though it is trashing on men, it's a totally great and valid response to the modern dating landscape. But then it obviously turns wacky and insanely overextended of, you know, a heightened reality because he is a cannibal and he, yeah. This film is mad. This film is absolutely crazy, but I did have a good time with it. I may watch it again when it comes onto Disney Plus on the 18th of March. Like I said, check it out when it does. It's going to be on Hulu in the States as well. It's a crazy good film, and I don't know what else to say because, in a nutshell, that is the film. It's got a very short capacity in terms of what it is actually about because it's very simple on the surface, but it manages to keep you entertained for just under two hours, like an hour and 50 minutes, I believe the film is. It kind of copes well with our runtime at times it does start to you know weaver a bit thin but it invests the right amount of time and the performances are so incredible across the board okay everybody is fantastic but specifically daisy edgar jones is incredible okay this is one of her first you know major feature films and she's so good in it she's so great but also it's like a sort of 10 cloverfield lane meets a typical rom-com like i don't know la la land i guess because the way they meet is very out of the blue and mundane but it also, well, La La Land obviously doesn't have that whole f cannibalism aspect to it. However, that meeting, okay, a typical traditional chance encounter meeting crossed with 10 Cloverfield Lane meets Split. Okay, so the whole keeping people hostage and there's a monster, which is obviously a man. So John Goodman's character in 10 Cloverfield Lane, Split had James McAvoy, and now this has Sebastian Stan. It's so, so crazy. I'm glad everybody got their comeuppance, especially Sebastian Stan and his wife as well, who was killed by Noah at the end as well, and I would highly recommend it. So yeah, it's not for everybody, it's not for the faint-hearted, it's not for families, because it is an 18-rated film for good reason. I do not condone anything that happens in this film, other than men are trash and modern dating sucks. Everything else is whack, okay? Everything else is crazy, and yeah. It knows how to not take itself seriously. It knows how to have fun with it. Great performances, a great script, fantastic directing and editing. And if you're following me on Facebook, you'll know that I did a top films of the year list uh, for 2021. And what I did was I took screenshots from every film that was in the list and I put the title card over it. Whichever shot I thought looked fantastic, I would put the title over it. 
Now, there are a few shots in this film that I took a screenshot of immediately after because I thought, that looks gorgeous. The cinematography, the framing of it all. It's, I, okay, here's the thing. I don't know if it is going to end up in my top films of the year because at the moment, yes, because there hasn't been that many films that I've really enjoyed, but I am aware that it may likely shift a bit. However, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I hope everybody else does too. So it's very crazy. It's very unique and it's very charismatic and fantastic with some great performances check it out on disney plus soon and with that this has been fresh so i've been kieran and all that's left me to say is be careful of who you meet in the world on dating apps i mean it's kind of ironic because i always thought that the people you meet on dating apps are not really the best kind of people but it just goes to show that the people you meet in mundane situations in life anyway they are also not the best kind of people. So please be careful out there. Uh, people are weird. People are scary. And hopefully you don't run into a cannibal because that is f***ing off. Anyway, with that, I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.